Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Leo. Welcome to Libra season. This is an exciting season for the Leo charts because Venus, Venus has been in your sign uh, since June, and Venus was retrograde from the beginning of Leo season, July 22nd, until uh, about the beginning of September. Um, Venus is finishing up its retrograde shadow, and it will be leaving Leo uh, about halfway through Libra season. And also, we are finishing up a retrograde of Mercury in the sign Virgo, the sign that comes after yours. And the place that comes after Leo, the second, uh, the second place of the first, you are the first in this reading, is a place that is also very aligned with Venus and qualities of Venusian necessity. Uh, Venus has a lot to do with wants and needs and capacity. It is very important when it comes to themes of self-knowing. To know thyself is to uh, know what we want and need and to have a certain sense of who we are. And everybody is different. Everybody has different wants and needs, and the process of self-knowing is uh, the life process. And as a Leo being, part of what you're here to do is get to know yourself. Leo is a sign of self-actualization. And so the last couple of months have been really powerful, really pivotal months for the Leo psychology in that there have been a lot of lessons coming through around who you are and what you want and what you need and also what you have and what you have includes who you are and what you want and need and it also includes everything that you have experienced all of your skills your talents the capacities that you have cultivated it includes your baggage and your trauma because you have that too, and you bring it into your interactions and work and relationships. And of course, it also includes your possessions, and that can be your material possessions as well as your self-possession. The last several months have clarified a lot for Leo beings 
along these lines. And as we move out of Virgo season and into Libra season, the first week or two of Libra season, there's a kind of process of consolidation of these lessons and a growing coherence, particularly when it comes to this notion of self-possession. You can hold yourself differently now because you know some things about who you are and what you bring and what you have, what you have to work with, what you have to offer, what you have to heal. Um, you know some things about your self-confidence and sense of self-esteem and what you need and want when it comes to caring for your heart and for your most central self. And Libra is a sign of relationship and where Libra falls in the Leo solar chart has a lot to do with communication and interaction and in many ways the agreements that you make mentally and internally um, when it comes to being a relational body, being a relational being. And it feels like there are some big themes coming up around people-pleasing that feel like an important place to start this reading from. And I want to kind of give a, a mention to the Leo psychology. And uh, everybody has Leo in their chart, but for you as a Leo-identified person, whether it's your sun, rising, moon, or maybe other important placements, however you might be listening to this reading, there's a, a central organizing principle to Leo energetics. Leo is a, an energy that relates with the heart and with the spine. And it is associated to the sun and to the solar force. So if you think about heart, spine, sun, there is something very central uh, to these placements. And the Leo energetic body feels itself at the center of things. And sometimes this can manifest as total self-absorption and narcissism. Everybody's capable of it. Um, sometimes this can also manifest as a really profound sense of responsibility to hold up the world around you and take care of a lot of different factors in the world, including other people. And Leo as an energy, being an energy that's associated with the solar force and with the heart, uh, wants happiness, it wants vitality, it wants enthusiasm, it wants a feeling of uh, potentiality and growth and light. And oftentimes Leo beings do this by being people pleasers <laughs> in some way, shape or form. Um, there can be a cheerleading kind of quality to Leo. There can be a capacity to really shine your light really brightly upon others, uh, to see where people need some help or they need some cheer or they need like some kind of something and a feeling that maybe you could give that or you could inspire or you could uplift. And the qualities of Leo that can often be the most shadowy uh, that can really contain some of like maybe more of the uh, wounded or destructive components of Leo include this people-pleasing quality. 
when we are trying to please other people, we are really trying to get something for ourselves. And the feeling that I uh, am encountering starting this reading is the feeling of needing to get comfortable with other people's emotional realities and physical realities and potential displeasure, needing to get comfortable with the fact that uh, you can't shape the world for other people, you can't control their experience, and things aren't always bright and cheery. Sometimes things are really fucking hard. And there is a necessity to be able to sit with that, to be in a space of darkness. Um, Leo is going through something right now, and you're kind of at the beginning of it. This is a, a phase of Saturn and Pisces from pretty much the beginning of 2023 until the beginning of 2026, uh, that is in many ways a journey into darkness for Leo. And darkness is profound, fertile, creative potentiality. And it's also terrifying because creative potentiality includes literally everything. And the human consciousness can't even comprehend uh, how weird it can get. Um, I, I think it was Richard Tarnas, who's a pretty incredible astrologer, who I heard once saying, it's, it's weirder than you can imagine out there. And part of what's happening for Leo right now, I think, is accepting that life is beyond the scope of uh, your control or your knowing, and that there is a lot of darkness and in the darkness, there are all kinds of potential phantoms, but there's also the potential to experience really profound surrender and trust and opening up of your ego um, and, and a kind of letting go of the need to make other people happy in order for you to be comfortable. Because this is kind of at the root of the people-pleasing uh, instinct is a little bit of fear of what happens when people aren't pleased. Now, a lot of Leo beings are really intimate with the consequences of other people's displeasure. And you may have cultivated survival strategies of people-pleasing because you had to, uh, because that was some kind of method to avoid danger or punishment or emotional manipulation or something like that. And this may be part of your lived biography and it may also be something inherited through your DNA and epigenetics or kind of more unconsciously manifested. But as we move into Libra season, I really wanna invite you to meditate on any people-pleasing tendencies that you might have and to really spend time um, meditating on your own inner body balance when the world and others are imbalanced and to feel into what happens to you when you encounter distress or displeasure. What do you do? Do you jump into action in some way? Do you get uh, internally kind of flustered or frustrated? What happens when other people are depressed? 
What happens when you are depressed? Do you feel like life is not worth it and uh, you can't continue to go on? This is a period of time that is asking you to get comfortable with discomfort. Whew, not easy stuff, but ultimately totally essential for your own power and completely required for whatever it is that you're trying to do with your life right now because I think a lot of you are really trying to do something different. You are trying to free yourself from ways of being that have you stuck in people-pleasing, um, doing a lot of labor that will ultimately result in probably not what you're trying to do, you know, all the ways that you might pick on yourself, try and make yourself perfect or um, get caught up in like performance anxiety. It's time to shed all of that and really, uh, you know, really get grounded in your own humanity and in your own humanity needs to be a really wide sense of compassion for you to be a human being and not be perfect and not please people all the time and sometimes feel messy and depressed and um, in the dark. And when you can get comfortable with that, then you can be comfortable with that in others. And then you can avoid the traps of all the kinds of emotional manipulation or avoidance or distraction or oppression that results from feeling uncomfortable with other people's reality and lived experience. And then you can also cultivate qualities of compassion and listening and empathy and attunement, which are totally necessary for um, productive collaboration. They're totally necessary for healthy, satisfying relationships. If we want to be uh, in relationships that really give us what we need, then we need to not always be on. We need to be okay when other people are feeling down or depressed or when they're not present in the ways that we want them to be present. We need to be okay when we're feeling like that, right? Life is full of ebbs and flows and other people are wildly unpredictable and so are you. <sighs> so Libra season is... Um, a period of time where it feels like Leo is doing some important work around um, self-advocacy. And in this self-advocacy, you're doing a lot of up-leveling and honing of your relational skills. But I want to say that uh, up-leveling and honing of your relational skills doesn't always look like being really skilled in relationship every second of every moment. And if you are like me, because I'm also Leo, uh, you might have been going through some big bursts recently. Uh, Mars has been in Libra for the last couple of weeks. And Libra, as I mentioned, rules a very relational space in the Leo solar charts. And this is a space of communication. And Mars being in this placement is helping Leos to uh, communicate very clearly about their wants and needs and maybe engage in conflict in different ways. I feel to be just beginning my journey of recovery as a people pleaser and I have felt some major outbursts uh, coming through me in the last couple of weeks. They don't feel evolved, they feel totally childish, uh, fully reactive um, and actually completely necessary because there was so much backlog 
so much backlog of uh, suppression of my actual truth and all the different tactics that I had cultivated throughout my life of trying to avoid other people's displeasure, which meant that I kind of ignored my own reality. And uh, yeah, so you may or may not resonate with that. Please take what works and leave the rest. All Leos are not the same. But if there's anything in there that you can resonate with, then I do want to say that this is a period of time in which Leos, in which we are up-leveling and cultivating our communication skills. And any process of learning needs to uh, have some space around it to be messy and incomplete. And Libra season, um, or, or Libra, I would say, as a quality uh, has to be able to navigate skillfully between self and other. And though Libra is a sign that is often associated with harmony and you know well-being and relationship and reciprocity and things like that, it is also a sign that needs to know how to fight. And we can't have harmony and balance in relationships if we're always trying to please other people or if we don't know what we want and need or if we're totally egotistical and we can't hear other people or attune or empathize with them. And so Libra teaches us to be balanced. It teaches us about the outflow and the inflow. It teaches us to consider the needs of others and also to consider our own needs and to be able to mediate in between them, to find spaces of um, sometimes compromise, but also consideration. The first week of Libra season is a week that we're finishing up retrogrades. And in this finishing process, there are um, a lot of threads that are kind of dangling out there that need to be woven back together. And there can be a quality of impulsiveness during this time, especially because we are leading up to a full moon in Aries on September 29th. Aries is your fellow fire sign, and this is a full moon that coincides with some aspects that Venus is going to be making. Venus will still be in your sign that are very activating in your chart. So in the first week of Libra season, from the equinox on September 22nd, I'm going to say all the way until the first couple of days or week of October, uh, you are really filled with a kind of confident, courageous energy that is meant to break through barriers in your own consciousness and psyche. It's meant to help you uh, identify avenues for growth and exploration and it's supportive in differentiating and individuating, particularly inside of relational dynamics or jobs or pastimes or agreements where you may have been um, feeling stifled or stuck for some reason or unsure of how you actually want or need to be. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, Join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead. The practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are offered by donation and available by recording if you can't attend live. 
If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Now, because this period of time is also impulsive, there is a potential danger. And so I really want to encourage all of us to exercise caution this first week or week and a half of Libra season and to really try and feel into the... um, human condition and the kind of paradoxical nature of the human condition, which is that we are individuated in our bodies for these lifetimes, but we are also totally interconnected, interdependent, and interpermeating with each other and with all of life. And there's a need for self-actualization, which is again the Leo process, there is a need to really know ourselves and to feel into our own personal truth, uh, to practice self-advocacy, to free ourselves from codependency or unnecessary uh, codependency and kind of like unconscious enmeshment so that we can live our best lives, whatever that looks like in the chaos of the world in 2023. But the chaos of the world in 2023 is so deeply rooted in toxic individualism. The chaos that we're experiencing on our planet right now, whether we're looking at uh, climate-related events or the economy or social striations and violence, uh, all roots back to dominion, like this idea of of human dominion, which is totally anchored in patriarchy and uh, supremacy and kind of a colonial religious European or white supremacy, if uh, that's a helpful framework. There are so many ways that humans exert supremacy and oppression on one another. And I don't know if it's always useful to categorize into different types of people, but different types of people have been allowed to embody supremacist characteristics and traits um, quite effectively uh, in dominion, right, or in oppression or violence over other types of people or groups of people. And wherever you are in your social location and identity, you 
experience the harmful effects of toxic individualism and you experience what it is to uh, be oppressed in some way and you probably also experience in your own body ways that you can be oppressive to others. And this is a period of time uh, in general and in the collective and uh, across the earth where human beings have the opportunity to do a lot of healing work by looking within and by seeing where the uh, roots and anchors of distress and dis-ease have also rooted and anchored in our own psyches and soma and our bodies and in our minds and in our hearts. And so I really want to encourage you, especially as, as the days around this Aries full moon uh, reverberate with their astrological uh, impact, I really want to encourage you to practice being non-judgmental towards other people and really trying to uh, entertain the idea that we are each other's reflections. And especially if other people produce high levels of reactivity in you, there's something there that needs to be reflected. And I'm not trying to say that uh, what you're reacting to is something that you are, right? I, the, a lot of the anger that I've been feeling um, over the last weeks is not necessarily, um, you know, towards ways that I identify with, but there are aspects of what I'm angry about that I have also internalized and that I can embody and especially can embody when I'm reactive and when I'm angry. Um, I could share all kinds of stories with you from my last week and I bet you have your own stories. Uh, reactivity and anger is polarizing and this happens in arguments all the time, right? That people are yelling at each other and they're yelling at each other for the same thing. My uh, close companion and I got into a couple of arguments where it's like we were both upset about kind of the same thing that we saw the other person enacting, but we were also doing it. And so there is a need, I think, for us to really be self-response able and accountable in our own bodies and beings right now and to not be judgmental but to really grow our capacities for consciousness and to see that in every embodiment and action that we might observe in others that we hold potentials for those seeds as well. And this is a period of time that is asking Leo to rise to the occasion, to really uh, come into, step into your deep wisdom and highest self and to be your own guide. And to be your own guide, uh, you have to be attuned. You have to be relational. If you're guiding yourself in some kind of journey of um dominion or supremacy and you're trying to assert uh, your way on others, there is very likely opportunity that you're going to end up messing some things up for yourself or creating disturbances in the world and in your life. So this is a period of time to really practice humility 
Uh, we don't need to be out there thinking that we are like the best ever and completely without fault. Um, we also don't need to be out there apologizing for everything and trying to please everybody and not make anybody mad. There is a balance here, and this is really what Libra is talking about. It is the balance between knowing ourselves and being able to attune and empathize and relate and be in connection with others and with the world around us. Um, my friend has been giving me some fighting lessons, and the other night they were um, telling me, Renee, if you really are going to come into combat, you have to be intimate. You have to be willing to get up close. Um, and I was thinking, they're totally right. There's a real difference between the kinds of disembodied conflict that are so prevalent in the world right now where uh, someone can sit behind a you know, video game console, basically uh, somewhere where they're totally safe and press a button and drop a bomb and annihilate you know, an entire community. Um, there's a real difference between that kind of violence and what I would call dignified combat. And dignified combat is uh, human necessity. It is part of our biological imperative. Um, we are animals and creatures who need to survive on planet Earth. And part of how we do that is by owning and protecting our own bodies and our own space and being discerning. Uh, because not everybody out there has our best interest in mind, and there will be times when even if it's not somebody's intention to harm us, uh, they might be totally unconscious, right, and coming at us with a kind of velocity that needs to be defended or protected against. And so there is a, a necessary uh, skill building that is happening for Leo, especially as we get into October, that to me feels like the intimacy of dignified combat. How do we hold our own in spaces of potential conflict or in spaces of difference where we don't need to polarize or other ourselves or others, but we also don't need to enmesh and be the same or homogenize or assert some kind of dominion. To be able to hold our own stance requires respect and consideration of whomever is on uh, the other side of the, the dividing line or whatever the reflection is that we see in the mirror. And October is bringing these themes in really strongly. As we get into the second and the third weeks of October, we are moving towards the eclipse portal. Eclipses happen twice per year, and they happen in sets of two. We had eclipses uh, back in April and May this year, and we'll have uh, two eclipses in October, one on October 14th, a new moon solar eclipse in the sign Libra, and one on October 28th, a full moon lunar eclipse in the sign Taurus. Now that eclipse on October 28th is the last of a series of eclipses that began in November of 2021. The eclipse on the 14th is the second of a series of eclipses that will take us through March of 2025. So we're in the middle of eclipse sequences and this brings a really profound feeling of one chapter ending so that a new chapter can begin. 
In the Leo charts, it feels like over the last year and a half or so, since uh, or two years, since November of 2021, there has been a kind of settling into uh, your own power. And this is a feeling of working through uh, blockages to uh, a kind of foundational security in your inner body so that you can be in the world in a way that is more authentic and liberated. Leo right now needs to take up space in being uh, itself. And Leos are big solar energy beings. And we have a lot to offer that is very creative and unique. And of course, there can be a people-pleasing tendency that can manipulate and thwart these unique offerings to come through. And so part of uh, what's happening right now in the Leo psyche is the shedding of concern of people-pleasing. And it's not that we don't care about other people, but it's that we can let go of caring what other people think about us, right? It's letting go of the projected perceptions of others and really anchoring very deeply in a space of um, self-centering so that we can be uh, harmonious in relationships, so that we can know our own needs, we can know our own capacities, and in that we can really see and appreciate and attune with others and we can collaborate brilliantly and effectively, which I think is really what Leo wants to do. It wants to experience a new level of relationship. And whatever is coming through right now is making space for those new kinds of relationships to exist and to thrive. And as we move towards eclipses, especially from uh, October 10th or so into pretty much the next month, let's say October 10th to November 10th, there is an acceleration of energy in the Leo charts that is about really getting grounded and anchored in our own secure, stable attachments with ourselves and with the earth underneath us. And the earth is the source of all power. <laughs> True power uh, is, is here in uh, the, the elemental components of the earth and the universe. And we are made of that. But true power is not human assertion and dominion. That's false power. It's often violent power. It's misuse of power. We want to really embody our true power. And in order to do that, we have to be securely attached in our own beings. Secure attachment is also relational. It's not something that we can simply do alone. And so I really want to encourage all Leos out there to uh, practice connecting with the earth, especially as we get into eclipse times. Basic grounding practices, spending time outside, really feeling the presence of gravity and your own weight can just be very simple and very effective in reminding you that there is at least this security. You can connect with yourself and you can connect with the ground underneath you. The ground is the source of your body. This is where you came from and this is where you will return. The last week or so of Libra season is thick with eclipse energy and Leos are really learning new communication skills. And this is a period of time in which uh, it feels to me that the work of 
necessary self-reflection and accountability is combining with the work of empathic attunement and uh, kind of environmental sensitivity. There needs to be a flow uh, between the external and the internal that is easeful. So please practice whatever it is that helps you connect with your own inner truth and connect with the truth of others. Please practice recognizing where your judgments and reactivity and uh, coping strategies and people-pleasing mechanisms divorce you from yourself and your own intelligence. And please practice coming back again and again to the truth of your heart. And remember that your heart is part of your circulatory system, the heart, the veins, the arteries, they all work together just like you as an individual body are interconnected with all life around you. Thanks for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and our monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. These readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My Year Ahead readings are now discounted by 50%. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Maji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this gorgeous background music. Vera just released a new EP linked in our show notes. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the best in the season ahead.